Welcome to Love Faith Hope Church, located at 1923 West 51st Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60609. Our telephone number is 773-430-8091. Call a friend, call a neighbor. Let them know what's going on in Chicago as we look for the number one song saying victory belongs to us. Come on, come on, come on.
said amen, amen, and amen. Minister Shaw will now come with the gospel text of the day. <clears throat> the text for today comes out of St. Mark, the first chapter, first verse through the eighth verses. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before your face. Who will prepare your way before you? The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remissions of sins. <laughs> then all the land of Judea and those from Jerusalem went out to him and were all baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, There comes one after me who is mightier than I, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to stoop down and lose. I indeed baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word for the edification of our souls. The word of the Lord is already blessed. Let us pray. Father in heaven, as we now prepare to enter into the word of God, we ask, of course, that you would let there be light. Decrease Felicia and increase your spirit. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, my strength, my redeemer, you preach and I'll teach. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and thank God. Just for a few minutes, I'd like to ask you a question. And uh, it's a question that you would have to answer on your own. Simply says, are you ready for what God is getting ready to do for you next? Hmm. Are you ready for what God is getting ready to do with you next? It's Advent season. So really, are you ready for the next? Are you ready for the next? So much is going on in our world. We're seeing so many things. Deaths, carjacks, fires, thunderstorms, ice breakers, ice shakers. Uh, just so much going on. Hatred, no love, but hatred. And I guess you're saying, well, God, what is really going on? What's happening today in the world? Why is the world acting like this? Because they are acting on their own intentions, their own mindset. They're not listening to anybody but themselves and their friends who basically are greedy and selfish and need some help themselves. But their egos will not allow them to say, God, what is it that you want me to do? So in the particular passage of scripture, it's just saying and asking, are you ready for the next? Are you, are you really ready to change? Do you want to do something different? 
John was around baptizing the people and he was coming to let them know, listen, I am not the Messiah, but I am here just to get you prepared to know that the one that's coming before me is much greater and can answer all your questions. I'm just one of his servants. Huh? John didn't want to take, you know, take the role of being in charge. He just wanted to do what he had to do. He just wanted to baptize the people. And, 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 you know, nowadays I don't hear too many people talking about, I want to be baptized. I, I just want to go to church. I, I don't know nothing about baptizing. But it's important that you baptize because you're saying, I want to join the crowd, the Holy Ghost crowd. I want to join the Jesus crowd. Yes, yes, yes. All types of baptism, all different ways of baptism. Some, you know, the Methodists, they, they know, just hit you on the head with some water. The Baptists dip you in all different ways of baptism. But you need to be connected. You need to be involved with the Jesus people. For you, the devil is alive. We're going to still preach. I don't care what you say. Huh? Are you ready for the next level? Are you ready for the next level? Now, a lot of people say, yeah, 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 I'm ready. I'm really ready. But are you really ready? Huh? And you see, you can be ready today and something happens you, to you this afternoon and you're not ready anymore. <laughs> you're like, why is it this way? Why, why, why? Well, are you ready? First of all, and I just want to work with you. I want you to think about yourself. What is your intentions? We're getting ready to go into a new year, 2024. What is your intentions? I know some people that they write down a whole book of what they want to see in 2024 for the next year. And they want this. They want that. They want that, that, this, this. But I have to ask you this question. What are you giving? What are you doing yourself? Who have you uh, talked with in terms of what you want to do? Yeah, I'm not talking about your boss, your auntie, your mama, your sister and brother. Yes, that's good to talk to them. But when you're really looking for something, your intentions, you have to talk to somebody a little higher than your mom and dad. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying don't listen because they have, they have good things good things to tell you but sometimes you and Jesus have to have a personal talk so what are your intentions for 2024 hmm? what do you want to do in 2024 hmm? do you want another job do you want another house do you want to get married do you want to go to school do you want to have children? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want your health to be better? What intentions do you have in 2024? Okay, well, let me ask you this question. Have you asked God, God, what is it? Now, you may want some things, but before you go to begging God, God, what is it? What's next for me in 2024? What intentions do you think I have? Or you think I should do, huh? Yes, everybody wants more money. Yes, everybody wants a, a new car. Somebody wants a new car. Somebody wants a new job, huh? Somebody wants a husband. So, yeah, everybody has something they want. But have you sit down, sat down rather, and talk with Jesus and ask him, 
Father, what is the intentions this year? What, what is it? You, you know what I want, but what is the real intention that you think I need? And sometimes the thing that you want right now is not ready for you. And you're not ready for it. Mm. How many people you know say, I'm going to do this anyway. And you did it. And what happened? Absolutely, positively, nothing. Nothing. Because you took it upon yourself. Yeah, I'm big. I'm bad. I'm this. I'm that. I'm going to open up this. I'm going to open up that. But did you connect with Jesus? Did you ask Jesus, now, what is the intention for this year? In other words, what do you think? How should I go about this? Is this something I should do? And let me tell you something. Sometimes there's some things you want to do that is not ready. It's not ready for you. And you're not ready for it. What do you mean? I know I'm ready. I've been to school. But you're not ready for it because there's other things behind that. And sometimes you just have to learn some common sense. And boy, oh boy. Reverend Marvin Yancey told us years ago, sense was not common. And I didn't understand that until I got older. Because sense is not common. You know, a person can, you know, sometimes you just flip. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Uh, did, you, did you ask somebody? Do you remember as a child, you couldn't tell your mom and dad, at least in my house, you couldn't say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. No, 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 no. Same with Jesus. If you're trying to do something, go somewhere, build your church, build your congregation, build your finances, you have to have some intentions and say, God, how do I do this? Huh? Don't, don't, don't get with any of them scams that's on, on, on the internet. Huh? I'll give you $36,000 if you do this. $50,000, you got 50 years to pay it. Who wants that? That's not no intention. That's trouble. So what is your intentions? God, what is it that you want me to do? Where do I stand right now? I'm, I'm, I want to do this, but I know that it is, it's a little something else. I need to know and do with it. What is your intentions? What do you want to do in 2024? Do you want to get married? Do you fall in love? What do you want to do? Do you want to, you want to stop cussing? Oops, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm talking to Christians. I mean those that cuss. huh? Do you want to stop fighting? Mm, fighting yourself and fighting others? Do you want to stop listening? And see, that's when you get in trouble. Because you think you know it all. And you listen to the wrong people. I'm going to leave you alone. People, you, you, you know, you can't tell everybody what you're getting ready to do. Because they, they don't want to see you grow. They don't want to see you prosper. Haven't you heard the old saying, misery loves company. And if they see you getting ahead of them, don't you know they're going to try to put a monkey wrench in what you're thinking and what you're doing? Oh, you can't do this told you. Teacher told me, you can't do this. You can't do that. And I fooled her and said, I can do more than you think I can do. But I had to do it with the help of Jesus, his intentions for me, because everything you want is not for you at that time. And some of it is not for you at all, because you don't know how to deal with it. You wouldn't know how to handle it. So are you ready are you ready for 2024? Do you know what you're ready for? What are your intentions? Have you and Jesus talked about your intentions? And then here's another one. I hope you can understand me. But are you 
dedicated. Will you be dedicated? See, in this text, Jesus was simply trying to tell the people, you are made of my, my image likeness, which means you, you're like my mind, body, soul, and spirit, and you can do it, but we have to work this thing together. Do you believe? Can you believe? Will you believe? Are you ready? Are you dedicated to it? And the Lord called me to preach. I'm like, okay, God, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But I didn't want to do it because I wanted to do something else. I was in radio, love radio, and we're still working with radio and fighting. You know, like, uh, I love radio because you don't have to look at me. I could just go and do what I have to do. But you want me to preach? That's the last thing I thought of. And even in college, a lot of my friends said, you're going to end up being an evangelist or a preacher. I'm like, no, Lordy, that is not on my agenda. But as I got older, it kept getting in my ear. Ear. I'm, I'm steady doing work in the church. I'm steady doing serious work in the chair, in the church, getting concerned, wanting to know this way, want to know that. Well, how do you do this? How do you? I'm steady doing it, but still I don't want to preach because, no, that's... And see, back in the day, early days, it, women didn't preach. Well, they preached, but they didn't get that much out of it because our brothers didn't think that we should preach. So you have to know who you are, and you have to be dedicated to Christ because if he tells you to do something, you have to find how to be dedicated. Okay, God, what do I have to do to preach? You know, I was, I was being, you know, smart. About what do I got to do? I'm dedicated. All right, I go to church, been church all my life. Okay, I was an usher first, then I was in the choir, then I directed the choir. Okay, I'm a member. Yeah, next. You know, you're being smart, but he's being serious. <laughs> what do you want me to do? He said, I want you to go to seminary. Seminary? I already have one master's. Why do I have to need another? I don't want to go to seminary. You know, and then I couldn't sleep at night because there were certain things he would, he would just start saying to me. You know, fret not thyself because of evil to us. Behold, I, I, I do a new thing in you. And all I was hearing, all those scriptures, I'm like, is something wrong with me? <laughs> but, but I had to understand, and, and, and really, as I got older, understand that he had something in store for me. What he had for me was not what I wanted to do, but it was what he wanted me to do. So I had to become dedicated just going to church, it takes more. So you have to read the Bible. Huh? Get under somebody or work with somebody that can teach you. Can explain some things to you. Can, can tell you you can make it. And I thank God today for my pastor, Reverend Clay Evans, who took his time with me. I said, I think I'm going to preach. He said, baby, you don't think you're going to preach. Oh, Lord. But I don't know how. He said, just go to school and just learn, and I'm here for you. And then listen to God. Huh? In other words, you had to be dedicated. You had, you had to be dedicated. Doctors have to be dedicated to medicine. Teachers have to be dedicated to teaching the school. You have to be, musicians have to be dedicated to play. If you don't know how to play, you can't be dedicated. If you can't read music, you can't be dedicated. All right, all musicians can't, can't read music. But if you listen to God, you'll be surprised at what you can play without music. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you don't need to, to learn it. But you have to be dedicated. Anything happen to do, having to do with Christ, you have to be dedicated with it. I've never seen somebody so dedicated as my father and my uncle. He was chairman of Deacon Board for Mount Carey for over 35-plus years. And then my daddy came along years later and was superintendent for 20, 30 years. 
He's so dedicated. He started reading the Sunday school lesson the Sunday after church for the next week. I'm like, Daddy, that's, take a break. My uncle, we need to do something. We've got to do something more to raise money. Can you think of something? Let it rest. But you have to be dedicated. And once you're dedicated and you listen, finally, you have to deal with the outcome. Mm, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I had to give in to preach. I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to preach. <laughs> my mom got sick. I said, okay, God. And I told you this story before. Okay, you, you, you're not playing fair. No, 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 no. You can't, you can't, you can't do that. I'll preach, I'll preach, I'll preach. But don't take my mama. I got myself together. I was still nervous. I was able to walk in some seminary, paid for. Huh? I'm like, God, you just, you're just doing things. Huh? And as Christians, we have to listen. And, 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 and every year gets higher and higher. Every year there's a new you, a new beginning. You don't, you don't still do what you did in the 1980. Or if you do something wrong, <laughs> you, don't, you don't still do what you did in 2020. Huh? You don't, still what you, you don't still do what you used to do in 1936 or 1963. You don't even still do what you did in 2021, huh? There's a change, and you have to be open to change when it's a new day, huh? Everything is changed. Everything is, is changed differently, even teaching class for students. I look at them now. They, they, they got some kind of toy, and my granddaughter asked her mother, I want this AI and toy because I want to learn how to do this. And my daughter says, she's a teacher. She says, no, you're going to do it and learn it the right way. <laughs> but mama, this is easy. She said, no, 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 no. You're going to do it this way because if you learn it this way, it'll, it'll stay in you and not in somebody else. Ooh. All right. Okay, Anthony, you're preaching now. <laughs> huh? So... He wants to do something different with you, huh? He, he, he's, got, he's got a plan for you. He, Advent means change. It means to do something different. Try another something, huh? Do something that you've never done before. I love it. I love it when I got an opportunity to go to Abu Dhabi. Never been there before in my life. Never heard of it until my daughter said, Mom, I'm, I'm moving to Abu Dhabi to work. I'm like, and who is Abba who? She said, Mom, I'm going to Abu Dhabi. I was so stunned and I was so amazed because when I got there, I saw the Spirit of the Lord. Even though they were Muslims, I saw the Spirit of the Lord in that place. Huh? And I saw how they prayed every three hours. And every time the horn was going, I was just as deep in my daughter saying, Mama, Mama, you ain't Muslim. I said, but it's prayer time. And old folks say, when you're in Rome, you do the Roman thing, you do what the Romans do. But I just felt obligated because after I was there for two weeks, I realized that mm, these people aren't playing. These people are dedicated. They're looking for what the next step is for them. And, and guess what? They're going to get it. So what's next for you? What's next? You want a new job? What are you doing about it? <laughs> 
Have you asked God about the job? Hmm? You want a house? You say, my money is funny and my change is strange. Okay. So are you going to continue to say that? Or are you going to say, okay, God, if this is possible for me, or could you just show me what to do, how to do it, which way should I go? Or are you going to sit there and say, I don't think I have the money. You know, so a man thinking so. And you got to watch what you say, too. I'm going to do this. I got to write my resolution for the year. Okay, but now are you going to do it or are you just going to write it? Huh? When you say something, you got to watch what you say because you may hurt your own self because you think you're so big and bad. You had, you had such a bad life. People treated you so bad. Okay, so now that's the past. Let's walk into the future. This is a new day. So what's up with you? What's up? You and you and God are made. You're made in the same image of him. So what's up with you? Are you a Christian? What are you doing? Are you reading your Bible? Are you praying? Are, are, you, are you listening? See, our problem, and I keep using this word listen, but it's important that you listen because that's where your information comes from. And again, you can't listen to everybody because everybody don't want to hear what you have to say. And you understand, too, people don't want to see you prosper. They don't want you to get ahead of them. Mm -hmm. Your best friend. Why are you doing that? Can you do that? It's up to you. Your enemy will come to you first and say, oh, that's you. Sounds good to me. So you got to watch yourself. Are you ready for what God has in store for you? But you got to get you together. Huh? You got to change your attitude and change your way of living and thinking. I didn't understand what Father Hayes used to say, but I understand it now because change is inevitable, but you have to be willing to do it. You don't know everything. Yeah, you, you know somebody that think they just know everything, been everywhere, done this, done that. And where are they now? Nowhere. <laughs> okay. I'm going to leave you alone. But I want you to work with yourself because it's, it's the end of the month, 2023, and, and it's time for a change. You can't do what you used to do anymore. You have to get up. You have to work. You have to study. You have to live. You have to smile. You have to take the good with the bad and in, in, the, in, in between. But you have to know that it's a journey. Nothing comes to a sleeper but a dream. I never understood that until my aunt out of New York said, do you understand that? I'm like, what do you mean nothing comes to a sleeper but a dream? She said, when you go to sleep at night, you dream, right? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, does it come to you? I said, yeah. She said, no, it doesn't. She said, you just dream it. You see it, but it hasn't gotten there yet. I'm like, huh? <laughs> Makes good sense. So what does God have in store for you? What's next? Are you ready for the next? If you're not ready for the next, just be quiet. And do me a favor. Don't tell anybody what you're doing keep saying that. Don't tell anybody what you're doing. Your business is yourself. Everybody is not your friend. They don't want to see you succeed. Oops. No, they don't want to see you su succeed. Huh? Because you can't go ahead of them. I'm older than you. I've been there before you. 
Don't worry about it. Another thing. I'm going to leave you alone. Go to school. Go to school. Go to school. If you don't have an education, don't run your mouth. Go to school. Some people say, oh, no, I ain't school orientated. I, no, no, you ain't school orientated because you don't want to be school orientated. Because you, 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 you want to learn, but you want to learn your way. So why not learn the right way? Go to school. I, ain't, I can't read. I, go to school, get your GED. Nobody has to know what you're doing. Finish high school. Then go to college. They're there, there to help you. Quit saying what you can't do. You, God got something in store for you, and he's trying to open the door for you. But you you steady pushing. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't. But you want the big things, but you don't want to work for the big things. You want somebody to give it to you, to my young people. I'm talking to you, too. Go to school. God wants to take you higher. You're the next generation. You're the next doctors, lawyers, teachers principals, judges, huh? nurses. You're the next generation. We need you to work. Parents, you need to push them. Mm -hmm. Because you don't have that doesn't mean they can't do it. Huh? Y'all quiet. I hear you. So God's got something that he wants to do for you. Are you ready for what he's got for you? Are you ready? Are you ready to make a change? Are you ready to stop smoking weed because you think it's the best thing for you? Huh? Are, are you ready to stop stealing? Are you ready to stop lying? Are you ready to make a change? That song says it's time to make that change. Are you ready? You're never too old to learn. You're never too old to grow. Huh? But you got to make it work. John the Baptist was just one of Jesus' people, one of his disciples saying, I'm not the one, but Jesus is the one that can really help you. I just want to baptize you. I want to put some water on you, which means the water is nothing but unexpressed possibilities. As he's spraying that water on you, you get baptized, you say, woo, if you come out of that water, and you're like, it's a different day. Unexpressed possibilities can come your way, but where are you? What they used to say a long time ago, car 54, where are you? So, are you ready for what God has store in store for you? Hmm? Are you ready? Your intentions, are your intentions correct? Huh? Don't try to be slick. Are your intentions tended to listen to God? You got to listen to somebody. You don't know everything. I don't care how smart you are. You can have summa cum laude, laude cum sum, whatever. I don't care how smart you are. You still have to listen. You still have to some depend and know somebody that can take care of you and work with you and talk to you. And the only person you can talk to and really get a serious answer is Jesus Christ. And if he gives it to you, he'll also send you somebody else to confirm it. So are your intentions right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this the right way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on the internet and say I can do this, that, that. But no, no, no. Are your intentions right? Would you like somebody to, to, to do something to your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother? Come on. Are you ready for what God has in store for you? What are your intentions? Hmm? Are you dedicated to what you're doing? I was so dedicated to radio. My first job. I was working, I had to get there at six o'clock in the morning. And my shift, my shift didn't really start till seven, but I had to get there because I had to make sure everything was right. And I could 
understand the law. Oh, it was a lot. My father was nervous. I was nervous too. But the Holy Ghost kept telling me, you're going to be all right. And at that time, we were able to park in the garage, and the guys were there, and they would make sure I got on the elevator and got to the floor where I had to go out to work it, you know. And I, I was like, okay, thank you, thank you. And then I went up there, and the person that was there had left before me, and I'm like, oh, my God, so I have nobody to ask any questions. So I had to go there and look at the log and make, make sure everything was right, everybody was in order. And I kept saying, God, I don't want to make a mistake. Help me, God. As I was walking up the elevator, God, pray for me. Don't let anybody come in and I don't know who they are. Please, God. My intentions were to do the right thing. And he was right there with me. And I was dedicated. And he was sitting right there with me. And the outcome was good because it took me from one station to another station to another station to, to higher heights. But I was, I was listening. I was ready for what he had in store for me your intentions, your dedications, and of course, what the end will be. What is the outcome? And the outcome is up to you. Either you're going to do it or you're not. Lord, we thank you today. If we did anything wrong, would you please forgive us? Forgive us for not asking you to guide us and show us what to do. Forgive us for thinking that we could do it all by ourselves with just a little help from you. Forgive us, God, for saying the wrong thing to the right people. And we know that you can and know you will forgive us, but we really ask you to forgive us. We are ready for you. We are ready for what you have in store for us. We are open. We are listening. Our intentions are what you want it to be. Our dedication is toward you. And our outcome is between you and I. Again, we are made in the image likeness of you. And we thank you. And we forgive you for any negative thoughts that we had. Those that have dreams, God. Open the dreams, open the mindset, let them hear, let them see, let them understand, let them know, let the doors open, let the words of their mouth, the meditation of their hearts be acceptable to you, God, and let them know who you are and who they are. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for setting us up in the next year to come. the bereaved families, those that think they can't get up from that bed, but God let them know the intention is to get up and give the best, the best, the best of their life. Give their testimony, huh? their outcome, as they dedicate it to you. Reading the Bible, they may not be able to see it clear in, in, in the illness, but God, thank you for working with them. Take care of our country. Take care of our president, God. Take care of our family in, in Gaza. God, you know all about it. We're still your people, and we thank you for what you've done and what you're going to do in our life. Now we thank you for the victory. Bless all churches, all pastors. God, you know what's going on with us. We thank you. We thank you for the opportunity to preach and teach your word. In 
Jesus' name we pray. Amen and thank God. Song simply says, What God has for me is for me. What God has for me is for me. Can you believe that? What God has for me, it is for me.
somebody took time and did the same thing for me. I thank you. I appreciate you. And I trust and pray that you're getting yourself together to see and do what your dreams are for this next year. Check us out on our, our page, our website, lovefaithhopechurch.org. We're doing some things. We completed Thanksgiving giveaway. Thank you so much for being so kind to us. And now we're getting ready for the Christmas toys and, of course, our food for Christmas, our giveaway, and I'm excited. We're going to get 16 to 20 plus boxes for Christmas toys, but maybe you might want to donate something, and we are asking that you do what you can do, and if you can't do anything, if you can't donate, pray for us, and as always, we're going to continue to pray for you, okay? Have a great week, and Find out what God has for you and find out what you're supposed to do and start working on it because you have a couple more weeks to, to get it together, all right? The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you until we meet again. For we know that we are God's special creation. Nothing and no one can harm us because he lives we can face tomorrow. This day is in divine order and so are we because we have the victory. Can I touch you? I know you say, why? I want to touch you. I want to touch you. I want you to know that God's got it. He's got it. He's got it. What's for you? It's for you. It's coming sooner than you think. In Jesus' name, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, God bless your consciousness. <laughs>